that network effect is is one of the most important things that I think we can leverage across um, small businesses and and advisors. I guess why support your your local club is really the answer. Encourage staff to volunteer, and what better way to come off the back of the Women's World Cup than donating your time to help women's football grow? You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Zero. I use Zero's accounting and bookkeeping software to manage my clients' accounts, and I love it. If you haven't tried it yet. Head over to Xero.com with an X and you can either start a free 30-day trial or sign up to Zero's partner program to join their amazing community, forward-thinking accountants and bookkeepers. Hi and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm here with Joe Wood and we're joined by Sam Daniels from Zero. Hi Sam, how are you? Very well, thanks. How are you doing? Really good. We're good, aren't we, Joe? Really good, thank you. Really good. It was nice to see a bit of summer this week. I mean, it's grey now, but it's all good. Um, I think you've had a lot of sunshine recently, Sam, haven't you? <laughs> a little bit, but it was uh, winter really where I was. I was over watching a few games of the Women's World Cup over in Sydney, uh, but I quite liked their winter. It was about 23 degrees, so uh, I was there for a short time, but it was it was rather good weather for winter. Amazing. Oh, well, look, I'm really excited to dig into what you were doing in Australia and um, a little bit more about what happens at Zero and what, you know, how you can support bookkeepers. Um, hi, everyone who's joining us live. Sam, do you want to start by telling us a little bit about your role at Zero and what you do, please? Yeah, sure. Um, right. So my role is to uh, manage our brand marketing in the UK. So it's quite a varied role. I split my time between planning and strategy, so working out where we're going as a business and how building a stronger brand for Zero can help us get there. Um, I create brand campaigns, so working with our wonderful agencies and internal teams to create our advertising, so TV adverts, radio, outdoor adverts, um, and our sponsorship. So I help create our women's football campaigns and manage the amazing partnerships that we have with the FA and England Football uh, and Lewis FC, and also uh, some of the stuff we're doing with FIFA for the Women's World Cup. Um, and also more, more recently, a, a, a little partnership with an organization called Women in Football, which I can talk to you about a little bit later. Wow. I mean, I've, I'm part of XPAC, so Zero Partner Advisory Council, and I've heard so much before the World Cup and the Lionesses talking about Lewis Football Club. And yeah. that, I believe, is where it kind of started and like the impact that Zero could have on like community and grassroots football. Do you want to talk yeah. us through like why you got started with Lewis Football Club and, you know, what the deal is there and how you support them? Yeah, sure. I guess it comes back to uh, the, the purpose of Zero as a business, right? So, uh, we like to help small businesses and their advisors and the communities thrive. And so we've entered into partnerships that we think sort of have a genuine shared interest. Um, so Lewis is a really interesting football club. So Lewis, who one of the first or were the first football club to split their revenue equally between the men's and the women's team. And they're also 100% fan owned and they're really striving for financial sustainability at the same time. So there's a lot of shared values there and they're just a really inspirational club trying to do the right thing. So when we first started thinking about how we uh, grow our brand using sponsorship, we were introduced to the uh, the CEO, Maggie, Maggie Murphy over at Lewis. And, you know, from the first conversation, 
uh, it was clear that the the crossover and the values that we have as a business and they have as a football club were were perfect for us. So, um, you know, we we do a number of things with them. We we help uh, them create a range of, or they help us rather create a range of content to help other clubs learn from what Lewis are doing. Um, so some of the most recent uh, uh, content and blog posts that we've created have been on the topics of fostering equality at every level of a club or how clubs can engage with their local community to grow their club and give back to local businesses or you know getting down to basics how just to build a budget for your club and how to collect money so a really varied number of uh, topics that we can we can co-create with using their experience as a football club and what it's successful for a football club and our experience um, in all of the education materials we create regularly for small businesses and uh, their advisors it's really interesting and uh, why football like why was the initial focus on football i'm just curious about the connection with yeah them. absolutely so i mean if you think about every every town and every village in the uk there's a football club there always is and it's often the backbone of a community um and every club in the uk is a small business there's you know th over thirty thousand amateur football clubs in the uk um, and every uh, club, therefore, has to be run like a small business and to help more boys and more girls play football. They've got to be thriving. They've got to be a viable business. And so we hope that we can reduce the financial management burden and help them focus on what really matters. And that's for us. Our, our take on it is getting more women and girls onto the pitch. And local clubs are often run by dedicated parents or friends of the club with often limited experience of of running a small business and so any tools that we can provide to help them run a better business would have an, a knock-on effect in how much they can be providing back to the club um, and we're doing that by helping create a range of educational materials and training programs and resources for for clubs but also through those partnerships so uh, our partnership with england football means that we can uh, help them reach the small businesses that are the clubs across the UK and they can help us reach uh, the, the clubs that they work with on a day-to-day -day basis and we can be measuring that impact as well um, and you know it's a really really interesting space to be in and it's always evolving. Um, women's football in the UK is is constantly evolving even before uh, the, uh, the Lionesses won the Euros last year. Um, between, uh, I think it's between uh, 2021 and 2022, there was a almost a 20% rise in female football players across the game and a 30% increase in registered female football teams. So it's a really, really growing space. And for that growth to have, you know, a really good foundation, it, you know, it needs to be invested in. And hopefully the sort of the investment and the shared values and the shared purpose that we have as a business and the, the FA in England football have in helping to grow the game are a really interesting and uh, a really, uh, really great place for us to, to make an impact. Amazing. This is a subject close to my heart, Sam, because I remember being nine years old, 1990, and I loved football and I wanted to play it. And I asked the teacher if I could join the football club and I was told no, because you're a girl. And I think there'll be lots of uh, lots of women watching this now that have had maybe similar experiences. And then actually both my daughters have gone on to play football at young ages. Um, they don't play anymore, but they had the opportunity. And it was really important for me to make sure that they had that opportunity and that they played games and they experienced it and then decided it wasn't for them. 
but it was a choice that they had. So I, I, I think this is amazing. So for our, you know, our community's got a lot of zero bookkeepers in it. How can um, us bookkeepers kind of get more involved and maybe think about this? Because when you do think about, you know, the parents at the sideline and, you know, a parent trying to take the subs in cash and, you know, not really knowing who's paid and not really sure how, how to go about getting sponsorship themselves and all these things. You know, there's lots of things that we can do to support because we understand small business, but also thinking about, you know, those parents all standing at the sidelines, lots of them are be small business owners as well. So there's, I can see that there's a lot of opportunity there. So do you have anything that you, you know, how you help bookkeepers get more involved with this initiative? Yeah, I think it's it's really important. That network effect is, is one of the most important things that I think we can leverage across um, small businesses and, and advisors. So um, I guess why support your, your local club is really the answer. Um, every you know there's a book there's a there's a bookkeeper in every every town and city across the UK, um, and many many local clubs many amateur clubs all operate at a loss, um, and it's not their intention to, um, and most support as you said is is by volunteers and it's it's supported by volunteers and run by volunteers who are short on time, and all of those financial that financial admin can be really a pain. So um, what what can clubs sorry what can uh, bookkeepers do well. First of all, you have that you have that expertise, you have that knowledge that you can share onwards. So, uh, first of all, is reach out to your local club, find your local club, because even an hour of your time can really, really help. Um, encourage staff to volunteer. You know, there's a, a a lot of a lot of firms and a lot of businesses across the country want their staff to be volunteering for things in the local community. And what better way to come off the back of the Women's World Cup than donating your time to help women's football grow? Um, second of all, you can point them to the resources that we've created for uh, grassroots clubs. If you if you search for zero better numbers, you'll find our range of resources for. Uh, for football clubs, but also all of these points about how um, accountants and bookkeepers can can get involved and help uh, their local club. Um, you can recommend uh, you can recommend the apps that might integrate into Zero that would help clubs run better subscription services. Um, you can uh, you can make an investment in your local club. Um, sometimes fifty pounds goes a really long way to helping clubs just have the equipment that they need to get a few more people. Uh, involved in football and put out a team so there's it's a really really small steps but some of those tiny little things that you can do make a really really big difference on a larger scale to the the business of grassroots football clubs yeah that's there's lots we can do and um i know i mean as i'm the sort of person who'll volunteer for anything if school needs <laughs> to do something i've got to resist yeah saying yes um but if there's something that you're really passionate about and there's a way you can support and you can't always support financially yeah. but you can support with time and you have the expertise people really and, need that's so valuable and it might not be clear how you get in contact with your local club right mm -hmm. but almost every single club will have social media presence because they will be talking about the work that they're doing they will be talking about getting a team they'll be recruiting people to try and help volunteer with the club or just get involved and play football um so I guess apart from getting in contact, you should have a clear idea of what you want to offer as well. Um, you know, how can you help? Have a think about what you're really good at and where your passions lie and plan and prepare what you want to offer. And then talk to your team. You might find that some of some of your colleagues or some of your friends or anyone you know in the business 
is already involved with a local club. You probably are. You probably just don't know. Um, so if you want to make an impact in your immediate or local area, you've probably already got the tools to do that. And then think about anything that you might like um, to have this sort of mutual relationship with your club. Perhaps it's your logo on their shirt, or perhaps it's uh, your logo or signage on their clubhouse if they have one, or if they have a newsletter that they're sending out. Um, and then use social media to make contact and to shout about what you're doing. Uh, that's Yeah, there's simple steps and things that you can do if this is something you, you want to help out and support. And you know, it's it's a it's a shoe into a bigger network. If you know, me and Zoe always talk about you know thinking about the networks you're in, and if you haven't got a network, this is an opportunity to create one. Someone you know, uh, a community Absolutely. that really needs our support, and they will they will welcome it. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And like you say, I like that, Sam. Thinking about like what what do you want to do? Like make those limits because I'm like you know like with Zoe, you end up saying yes to everything. So make sure you know this is this is what I'm willing to do, and this is what I'd like, and blah, you know the net newsletter and things like that. It's it is a a, a key network and um, a backbone of your local community. Yeah. And I, I think it, and you know they might have um like um, an awards night and you might be able to sponsor some trophies or something like that. There's so many opportunities and um, we just need to think outside the box. And this is why it's so great to have people like you on to help us think about what access we can get to new prospects and leads yeah. by without Facebook ads and things like that. It, exactly. And you'll quickly find that the the network and the the community of uh, of grassroots football is is really open and it's really welcoming. And uh, that also extends to the the business behind women's football. It's it's very very welcoming. It's very open. Um, and you know we've been working with a number of people in uh, the the business behind the game as well to to try and talk about and understand and listen to what the problems are in uh, in developing the game to the next level. And you know part of the the work that we've been doing around the women's World Cup is showcasing those. Uh, those businesses and those women who are pushing the boundaries behind the scenes in order to grow the game. So our, our latest campaign that um, has launched around the Women's World Cup is, is all about the idea of dreaming bigger. And that's dreaming bigger for the women's game. That's dreaming bigger for small businesses because there's a shared emotion that's between football and small businesses and it's all around the dreams. Everybody's got a dream. They're all personal. They're, they're, they are always positive as well. You can't like, there's no such thing as a negative dream. That's a nightmare. <laughs> um, and so we've been, we've been talking to a range of women in football um, who have sort of started on that journey and who've seized the opportunity in the growth of the game. And we started featuring their stories um, and some of them are really inspirational. So we have um, Helen Hardy who runs a, a, a company called Foudies and they're the world's first and only e-commerce space de dedicated to women's football merchandise. And then we've got Laura Youngson, who runs a company called Ida Sports, and they made the first uh, football boots specifically designed for women's feet. And then we've got Preeti Shetty, who leads Upshot, which is a uh, which is responsible for enhancing modern day grassroots sport through unlocking the insights behind the data. And then Fran Brown, who runs Goal Goals for Girls. They're a social development program uh, who help girls through football and then finally we've got maggie murphy at, at lewis who i've talked about and all of those women run their businesses on zero as well um, and we didn't expect that but it sort of talks to the network effect of 
all of these women are have been speaking to each other and talking and learning from each other and it was a really amazing way to to get into the world of women's football by just recommendation after recommendation after recommendation and listening to the stories of women in football can provide a real inspiration for how other businesses can get involved as well uh, it's it's really interesting to think about how you've built this network like who knew we'd be here talking to a software provider about women's football and like we're going to find out about your trips around the world as well um I feel like we can learn a lot from you about partnerships and branding as bookkeepers as well um from like from what you do the partnerships that you build and I don't know that the complete intricacies of your role but what do you what the lessons here that bookkeepers can take away in terms of it's like it's all it's it seems like such a random connection but that makes so much sense yeah and I'm just wondering when you know what can bookkeepers take away from this for themselves I think it's it's thinking about that shared purpose right so you know our our, our purpose as a business as I mentioned is helping small businesses and their advisors and the communities thrive and um you know the that that's what we want to be good at and um the community of grassroots football is really strong as well and exists in every single town and there's small businesses that are interconnected with each one of those football clubs so when you break it down it's a really sensible place for us to be us to be um us to be present in and so as a as a bookkeeper think about where does it make sense for you to be present beyond just servicing your existing clients um and you might find a network opens up of a lot of people that don't know they need help or haven't thought about where they can get help. And if you can provide that little bit of help that helps one more girl get into football, five more girls get into football. And it doesn't have to be football. You might have another passion, but you know, I'm gonna say it's, it's, it's women's football because that's what we're talking about. Um, but it's about aligning your interests, your expertise and your passion for what you do and helping out. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be a full-time job, as I said, you know, an hour here and there can make a really, really big difference. And I think sport is a really interesting place to be doing it because sport in general is more than just about winning and losing. It's about community. It's about purpose. It's about feeling like you're part of something. And sporting events inspire and unite people like some other things just don't. And you know, for us, we were in a unique position to leverage, you know, our, our brand and our, our technology and, um, you know, all of the things that we, you know, we want to be known for to to lead to better outcomes for women in football. And if we can help, you know, clubs improve their financial numbers, then they'll have more money for better kit, better tours, better facilities, more girls getting into football. And it starts with like that one little step. And, you know, that little step might just be you know, helping out for a, for a, for an hour at your local football club or any other local uh, community impacts um, that you might have a passion for. I really like this. I I like the idea of um, you know acting as rather than going in there and saying right, I'll take all the bookkeeping off of you and do this forever more for free. No, that's not what you're saying. You're saying gift an hour and have a chat with the people, the stakeholders involved, you know, whoever the people are that are doing that and say, like, this is like, look at their current processes and look at what you can implement. And just like act yeah. like a consultant, a bit like a discovery call, but you're doing it for free and you're gifting that. And maybe you could have a Calendly link or something and people and they can have like a special code to get it for free, like a Zoom call. So people turn up and have yeah. a chat, yeah. you know, and, and I love the fact that it doesn't have to be just, it could be whatever you're interested in, your passion. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, th I think that's a really, really great point. It, it doesn't have to be full time, um, but that one little step might help you figure out what your passion is. And you might have a, sh you know, someone is looking for what you might be offering. Um, and I think that's a really, really great place to start. So, Sam, tell us all about what you've been up to um, with the Women's World Cup and your travels. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, it's been a busy, a busy few months. We've been, as I said, creating that um, that campaign to really highlight the the women in in football, and uh, we've also featured a range of lionesses in our in our advertising. And I had the opportunity to go out and watch a few games in Australia, um, which was which was wonderful. Um, and as we were saying, the um, it might be raining outside now out my window, but winter in Sydney is a very different affair. Um, but it was it was great to um, to go and watch some of the lionesses wins. Um, the passion for football over that side of the world at the moment is is really really growing. Um, you know, you watch some of the um, the videos of the the fan areas um, when the Matildas were playing on the weekends, and um, you know it's really amazing to see. Um, they are they're, they're, they're even moving things like their six o'clock news in order to make sure that everybody's watching it. And it's a really rising tide and a, a real wave of, of passion that's that's ending up with, you know, England in the semi-finals on Wednesday morning. Um, and um, Spain are playing Sweden tomorrow morning. Uh, so the two semi-finals. Um, and it's a, yeah, it's a really, really amazing time for women's football. And just to go out and experience the passion behind it um, was a was a really amazing thing to do. You really get a sense of 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 firstly how how large the scale of a tournament like that really is, but then the the passion behind it and you know the people that have travelled out there to watch it. You know, most of the um, the, the women that I talked about um, that we're featuring in our campaign have you know it's their passion, so they've made the, the decision to go out there and spend some time out there. And network amongst the other people who are doing that uh, from other sides of the world, and it's it's like a wonderful conversion of uh, of everybody who's working on women's football from all areas of the world coming into into one place, and and you know really being excited about the um, the, the the millions and millions of people who are watching uh, women's football, and you know it's, it, to me it's it's not a surprise, but. Um, you know, it's just amazing to see that um, so many more people are getting interested in it because that will flow through and that will uh, have a really big impact on on grassroots football. Um, I think um, just over seven million people watched uh, the England game on Saturday morning, mm -hmm. and that is the biggest. Uh, that's the only show the o the only show on ITV that people more people watched this year was the Grand National. Like, and I think that shows the scale of interest in women's football as we go through to the semi-final and to the, into the final, hopefully beyond. But then after the final, grassroots football doesn't just disappear. It doesn't, st doesn't stop. That's where the impact of sponsors getting involved in the game or volunteers helping out uh, or, uh, you know, helping to improve the business behind football really, really makes a difference. Uh this yeah it's so true and it's that impact after us i remember watching uh was it curling like i can't remember what the but everyone wanted to go curling everyone wanted to get involved i mean I, we saw people through lockdown like pretending with their brooms to be curling you know it was so funny so this it, and it's so good to see all of the I, I saw an amazing advert i think it's the french government and they were showing these amazing shots but they like they changed the women into men and mm. watching them with like a full pitch and a full crowd and everything. And then you watched it with the female with hardly anyone watching in the, but it was the same amazing, like 
oh my goodness, the level and skill, it was really impactful. And I'm loving seeing all of this, all of this stuff going on, all of the advertisers. It's amazing. Yeah, the, I think it's really important, the investment in the, in the women's game, but also like, you know, it's, it's, it's just an amazing sport as well. And, you know, you, you can you can watch watch it because it's really excellent football um and you know watch it because you're interested in it as well and because you know you want to get uh you know more passionate about supporting the women behind the game but it's a really really wonderful time for the sport and it's really really exciting um you know we've seen that from a number of the um the really close games in in the women's world cup it's it's um it's making a really really excellent time to watch it yeah, I've, Joe and I've both got daughters, and I think it's interesting to see this change. It it's a real. Um, I saw somebody posting on LinkedIn today about um, how their it was about International Women's Day. I mean, it's not Women's Day till like March or something, and they were like, "Should it was a guy posting, and he was like, should I be like annoyed, or how do you feel as a woman about International Women's Day?" And and it's really interesting, like. Um, I can't really decide how I feel it's brilliant like women's football is brilliant and I love that it's getting funding and recognized and women are being paid properly like why would they not be um, and we, you know we are here in our pink with our community of mainly females who are building businesses probably because work hasn't worked for them and they you know the normal workplace hasn't really allowed them to flourish in the way that they would have been able to if potentially they didn't want to have more flexibility didn't have children hate to say it but it's still a problem and and I think that's a lot of the reason why this community exists and I think there's still a long way to go to I have like equality or, or something um it's a it's a really interesting one and um I, yeah I don't I don't know what my thoughts are but it's just getting it's, it's, you know the power of community um in in whatever industry or whatever sector you're you're talking about is is a really really huge part of what makes any industry or community successful you know there's a there's a, I'm sure there's a community of uh, the, the community behind, um, you know, the the bookkeeping the bookkeeping industry in the in the UK is is a really strong one, and you I'm sure you can dip into any other industry in the UK and you'll find that it's driven by communities. It's driven by the network of people really passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. And Zero as well. Zero has its own community, and that's what you know. This is why we have Zero as our sponsors because there are there is that real community value. I I I know that as part of both the bookkeeping and part of Zero community, which is different, but it's still so important. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we want to be uh, active, like visible champions of the women's game, and we want to be involved in the communities that are doing that. And you know, any way we can shout about that the better you know um i think the word partnership is is what we like to 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 how we like to term our our agreements with like the fa and, and fifa and lewis because we want to be working with them to achieve something rather than just sponsoring something and you know hopefully we can show we're doing that and you know there are the long-term agreements because that's how you create change you don't just sort of dip in and dip out and you know, hopefully, as we look to create deeper connections with uh, the women's game, and after the the women's World Cup, and through sort of the the change that happens after the women's World Cup, then you know we can really be sort of evolving how that partnership works, and also showing the impact of it. Yeah, 
Oh, Sam, thank you ever so much for coming on and chatting to us about what's happening, like all the things we don't know that happen behind the scenes. It's really interesting. And um, yeah, that there's so much synergy between all of our values. And, you know, well, we're, we're all about really, well, I think we're really we, excited about it. So and um, yeah. it, it's great. It's great to uh, to be on, to be able to talk about it. And hopefully, you know, if um, if anybody's listening and and feels like empowered and excited to get in touch with their their local team, go and do so. You won't regret it. Oh, amazing. Oh, well, thank you, Sam, for being here for the chat today. Thanks, everyone who's joined us live. Um, we'll be back next week for another episode of the Bookkeepers Podcast. Take care. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us for the Bookkeepers Podcast. Why not join us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club at sixfigurebookkeeper.club or visit our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com. 